O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Tuesday, August 17th. Announcing the launch of the War Room Report. Wake up. The world is at war. It is an unconventional war. It is a cultural war. It is a communications media war. It is a political war. It is an economic war. It is an ideological war. It is a war for your mind and thoughts. And at the deepest level, it is a spiritual war between light and darkness, between good and evil, between Yehovah and Satan. Most recently, we had a bioweapon purposefully designed and then released upon the nations in the form of COVID-19 from the Wuhan lab in China. Stage one was the release of the coronavirus, bringing the nations to their knees with quarantines and lockdowns. Stage two of this bioweapon attack is the mandating of the untested experimental COVID-19 jabs that are administered by a sharp miniature steel arrow that is tipped with toxic poison designed to change your DNA and weaken your immune system. Stage 3. It is only a matter of time before we go into Stage 3 of this war, when the nations of the Earth go to a full-blown hot or kinetic war with military boots on the ground and missiles flying. How do we fight? Ultimately, this is a spiritual war, so we are to fight on our knees in prayer and intercession. We report for duty to our Commander-in-Chief, Yeshua HaMashiach, to the Lord of Hosts, Yahweh Sabaoth, to join with others in this spiritual warfare battle, and we encourage you to get on the wall of intercession with us. We need intel to pray strategically. That is the purpose of the War Room Report, to give you the intel you need so you can successfully fight the spiritual war with power and precision. We share practical knowledge, truth, and facts you won't find in the mainstream media world. What we will cover on the War Room Report. All things COVID, resources and remedies, big tech censorship, Israel and the Middle East, where the hot war will most likely start, deep state globalist agenda, the folks in the shadows pulling the strings, election fraud and ongoing forensic audits. Go to bridgeconnectorministries.com and then click on the War Room Report. New posts go up frequently. Now, let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week, we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Bread Hadashah. Today, we continue the Torah portion, Ki Tetzi, and it means, When You Go Out. Deuteronomy 22:16-30. And the girl's father shall say to the elders, I gave this man my daughter to wife. 
but he has taken an aversion to her. So he has made up charges, saying, I did not find your daughter a virgin, but here is the evidence of my daughter's virginity. And they shall spread out the cloth before the elders of the town. The elders of that town shall then take the man and flog him, and they shall fine him a hundred shekels of silver, and give it to the girl's father. For the man has defamed a virgin in Israel. Moreover, she shall remain his wife. He shall never have the right to divorce her. But if the charge proves true, the girl was found not to have been a virgin. Then the girl shall be brought out to the entrance of her father's home, and the men of her town shall stone her to death. For she did a disgraceful thing in Israel, committing fornication while under her father's authority. Thus you will sweep away evil from your midst. If a man is found lying with another man's wife, both of them, the man and the woman with whom he lay, shall die. Thus you will sweep away evil from Israel. In the case of a virgin who is engaged to a man, if another man comes upon her in town and lies with her, you shall take the two of them out to the gate of that town and stone them to death. The girl, because she did not cry for help in the town, and the man, because he violated another man's wife. Thus you will sweep away evil from your midst. But if the man comes upon the engaged girl in the open country, and the man lies with her by force, only the man who lay with her shall die. But you shall do nothing to the girl. The girl did not incur the death penalty, for this case is like that of a man attacking another and murdering him. He came upon her in the open, Though the engaged girl cried for help, there was no one to save her. If a man comes upon a virgin who is not engaged, and he seizes her and lies with her, and they are discovered, the man who lay with her shall pay the girl, the girl's father, fifty shekels of silver, and she shall be his wife. Because he has violated her, he can never have the right to divorce her. Nehemiah 12:27-13:31 At the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem, the Leviim, wherever they lived, were sought out and brought to Jerusalem to celebrate a joyful dedication with thanksgiving and with song accompanied by cymbals, harps, and lyres. The companies of singers assembled from the Jordan Plain the environs of Jerusalem, and from the Nidophatite villages, from Beth Hagagel, from the countryside of Geba and Azamoth, for the singers built themselves villages in the environs of Jerusalem. The Kohanim and the Leviim purified themselves, then they purified the people, and the gates, and the wall. I had the officers of Yehuda go up onto the wall, and I appointed two large thanksgiving choirs, and processions. One marched south on the wall to the dung gate. Behind them were Hoshiah and half the officers of Yehuda, and Azariah, Ezra, Meshulam, Yehuda, Benjamin, Shemaiah, Yermiahu, and some of the young Kohenim with trumpets. Zechariah, son of Jonathan, son of Shemaiah, son of Mataniah, son of Machihu, son of Zechur, son of Asaph, and his brothers, Shemaiah and Azarel, Milalai, Gilalai, Mai, Nethanel, Yehuda, and Shanani, with the musical instruments of David, the man of Hashem, and Ezra the scribe went ahead of them. 
From there to the fountain gate, where they ascended the steps of the city of David directly before them, by the ascent on the wall above the house of David and onward to the water gate on the east. The other Thanksgiving choir marched on the wall in the opposite direction with me and half the people behind it above the tower of ovens to the broad wall and above the gate of Ephraim, the Jeshana gate, the fish gate, the tower of Hananel, the tower of the hundred, to the sheep gate, and they halted at the gate of the prison compound. Both thanksgiving choirs halted at the house of Hashem, and I and half the prefects with me, and the Kohanim Eliakim, Messiah, Miniamim, Mekaihu, Elinai, Zechariah, Hananiah with the trumpets, and Messiah and Shemaiah Eliakim, Eleazar, Uzi, Yochanan, Malkijah, Elam, and Ezer. Then the singers sounded forth with Jezariah in charge. On that day they offered great sacrifices and rejoiced, for Hashem made them rejoice greatly. The women and children also rejoiced, and the rejoicing in Jerusalem could be heard from afar. At that time men were appointed over the chambers that served as treasuries for the gifts the firstfruits, and the tithes, into which the portions prescribed by the teaching for the Kohanim and Leviim were gathered from the fields of the towns. For the people of Yehuda were grateful to the Kohanim and Leviim, who were in attendance, who kept the charge of their God and the charge of purity, as well as to the singers and gatekeepers serving in accordance with the ordinance of David and Solomon his son. For the chiefs of the singers and songs of praise and thanksgiving to Hashem already existed in the time of David and Asaph, and in the time of Zerubbabel, and in the time of Nehemiah, all Israel contributed the daily portions of the singers and the gatekeepers, and made sacred contributions for the Leviim, and the Leviim made sacred contributions for the Aaronites. At that time they read to the people from the book of Moses, and it was found written that no Ammonite or Moabite might ever enter the congregation of Hashem, since they did not meet Israel with bread and water and hired Balaam against them to curse them. But our God turned the curse into a blessing. When they heard the teaching, they separated all the alien admixture from Israel. Earlier, the Kohen Elishev, a relative of Tobiah, who had been appointed over the rooms in the house of our God, had assigned to him a large room where they used to store the meal offering, the frankincense, the equipment, the tithes of grain, wine, and oil, the dues of the Leviim, singers and gatekeepers, and the gifts for the Kohenim. During all this time I was not in Jerusalem, for in the thirty-second year of King Artaxerxes of Babylon, I went to the king, and only after a while did I ask leave of the king to return. When I arrived in Jerusalem, I learned of the outrage perpetrated by Elisha on behalf of Tobiah in assigning him a room in the courts of the house of Hashem. I was greatly displeased and had all the household gear of Tobiah thrown out of the room. I gave orders to purify the rooms and had the equipment of the house of Hashem and the meal offering and the frankincense put back. I then discovered that the portions of the Leviim had not been contributed and that the Leviim and the singers who performed the temple service 
had made off each to his fields. I censored the prefect, saying, How is it that the house of Hashem has been neglected? Then I recalled the Leviim and installed them again in their posts, and all Yehuda brought the tithes of grain, wine, and oil into the treasuries. I put the treasuries in the charge of the Kohen, Shelemiah, the scribe Zadok, and Padiah of the Leviim, and assisting them was Hanan, son of Zechur, son of Madaniah, for they were regarded as trustworthy persons, and it was their duty to distribute the portions to their brothers. O my God, remember me favorably for this, and do not blot out the devotion I showed toward the house of my God and its attendants. At that time I saw men in Yehuda treading wine princes on the Shabbat, and others bringing in heaps of grain and loading them onto donkeys, also wine, grapes, figs, and all sorts of goods, and bringing them into Jerusalem on the Shabbat. I admonished them there and then for selling provisions. Tyrians who lived there brought fish and all sorts of wares and sold them on the Shabbat to the Judahites in Jerusalem. I censored the nobles of Yehuda, saying to them, What evil thing is this that you are doing, profaning the Shabbat day? This is just what your ancestors did, and for it Hashem brought all this misfortune on the city. And now you give cause for further wrath against Israel by profaning the Shabbat. When the shadows filled the gateways, of Jerusalem at the approach of the Sabbath, I gave orders that the doors be closed, and ordered them not to be opened until after the Shabbat. I stationed some of my servants at the gates, so that no goods should enter on the Shabbat. Once or twice the merchants and the vendors of all sorts of wares spent the night outside Jerusalem, but I warned them, saying, What do you mean by spending the night alongside the wall? If you do so again, I will lay hands upon you. From then on, they did not come on the Sabbath. I gave orders to the Leviim to purify themselves, and come and guard the gates to preserve the sanctity of the Shabbat. This too, O my God, remember to my credit, and spare me in accord with your abundant faithfulness. Also at that time I saw that Yehudim had married Ashdod, Ammonites and Moabite women. A good number of their children spoke the language of Ashdod and the language of those various peoples and did not know how to speak Judean. I censored them, cursed them, flogged them, tore out their hair, and adjured them by Hashem, saying, You shall not give your daughters in marriage to their sons or take any of their daughters for your sons or for yourselves. It was just in such things that King Solomon of Israel sinned. Among the many nations there was not a king like him, and so well loved was he by his God that Hashem made him king of all Israel, yet foreign wives caused him, even him, to sin. How then can we acquiesce in your doing this great wrong, breaking faith with our God by marrying foreign women? One of the sons of Jehoiada, son of the Kohen Gadol, Elishev was a son-in-law of Sanballat the Horonite. I drove him away from me. Remember to their discredit, O my God, how they polluted the priesthood, the covenant of the Kohanim and the Leviim. I purged them of every foreign element and arranged for the Kohanim 
and the Leviim to work each at his task by shifts, and for the wood offering to be brought at fixed times, and for the first fruits. O oh my God, remember it to my credit. First Corinthians eleven three to sixteen. But I, Paul, would have you know that the head of every man is Yeshua, and the head of the woman is the man, and the head of Christ is God. Every man praying or prophesying, having his head head covered, dishonors his head. But every woman that prays or prophesies with her head uncovered dishonors her head, for that is even all one as if she were shaven. For if the woman be not covered, let her also be shorn. But if it be a shame for a woman to be shorn or shaven, let her be covered. For a man indeed ought not to cover his head, forasmuch as he is the image and glory of God, but the woman is the glory of man. For the man is not of the woman, but the woman of the man. Neither was the man created for the woman, but the woman for the man. For this cause ought the woman to have power on her head because of the angels. Nevertheless, neither is the man without the woman, neither the woman without the man in the Lord. For as the woman is of the man, even so is the man also by the woman, but all things of God. Judge in yourselves, is it comely that a woman pray unto God uncovered? Does not even nature itself teach you that if a man has long hair, it is a shame to him? But if a woman has long hair, it is a glory to her, for her hair is given her for a covering. But if any man seems to be contentious, we have no such custom, neither the churches of God. Psalm 35, 1-16 Plead my cause, O Yahweh, with them that strive with me. Fight against them that fight against me. Take hold of shield and buckler, and stand up for my help. Draw out also the spear, and stop the way against them that persecute me. Say unto my soul, I am your salvation. Let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion that devise my hurt. Let them be as chaff before the wind, and let the angel of the Lord chase them. Let their way be dark and slippery, and let the angel of the Lord persecute them. For without cause have they hid for me their net in a pit, which without cause they have dug for my soul. Let destruction come upon him unawares, and let his net that he has hidden catch himself into that very destruction. Let him fall. And my soul shall be joyful in the Lord. It shall rejoice in his salvation. All my bones shall say, Lord, who is like unto you, which delivers the poor from him that is too strong for him, yes, the poor and the needy from him that spoils him. False witnesses did rise up. They laid to my charge things that I knew not. They rewarded me evil for good to the spoiling of my soul. But as for me, when they were both sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled my soul with fasting, and my prayer returned into my own bosom. I behaved myself as though he had been my friend or brother. I bowed down heavily as one that mourns for his mother. 
but in my adversity they rejoiced and gathered themselves together. Yes, the abjects gathered themselves together against me, and I knew it not. They did tear me and ceased not. With hypocritical mockers and feasts, they gnashed upon me with their teeth. Proverbs 21, 17 and 18 He that loves pleasure shall be a poor man. He that loves wine and oil shall not be rich. The wicked shall be a ransom for the righteous, and the transgressor for the upright. Please enjoy this beautiful worship song, Be Exalted, O God. Thy glory be over all the 
Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.